0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: To all my people in the struggle You think God's forgotten about you Here's some pain medicine Let's go (laughs) You in your car You at the house On your job A
0: mighty long way. That's why we love you. Yes, yes, yes. That's why we love you, Lord Jesus. Let's go before the Father. We have another day where I'll be reading from my book Be Made Whole and we just go before the Father right now. Father, I just thank you for this time, this time you set aside for me to read from the two books that you had me write. Lord, you had me write these books and reveal things I've gone through and how you were there and what you revealed to me about these situations. Father, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, my Lord and my Redeemer. Father, I thank you for the Holy Spirit and the warfaring angels and your son penetrating the hearts of the listeners. Father, we thank you. And we give you all the praise in Jesus' name. All right, good morning, everyone. This is another day where the Lord is made, and we'll be happy and rejoice in it. Today's chapter is called Renewal To Make Her Holy, cleansing her by the washing with the water through the Word, holy and blameless. Ephesians five twenty six. As I knew in the Lord, I began to help out at my local church. One of my duties was to be a missionette leader. Missionettes are similar to Girl Scouts, except with biblical teaching. I taught the Stars group, which were girls ages nine through twelve years old. I probably ended up learning as much from teaching them as they learned from me. We worked on projects. Played games, learned scripture, and at Christmas time, I even took them to see Handel's Messiah. This was performed by an entirely Christian music and dance ensemble. At times, the Holy Spirit will illuminate scriptures to us. It would be so exciting. It is as if we saw the same thing at the same time. Whoa, did you see that? I would ask the girls if they saw the deeper revelation shown to me by the Holy Spirit. And they would shake their heads positively saying, yes, Miss Kathy, I see it too. On one particular Wednesday, I really don't feel like driving through traffic to teach. So I called my sister and my assistant to see if they could take over. I got a call back later saying that they would be there, but they felt I should be there too. Oh, Lord, I really don't feel like going tonight. I went home, changed clothes, and drove to church. Tina, my sister, and my assistant, Ms. Shaw, had already completed the praise and worship, and they were taking up the offering. I got there just in time for the lesson in prayer. Now, this evening, I encouraged the girls to pray for one another. Each of the girls took a partner and prayed. Suddenly, while praying, there was an invisible wind that came into the room. Why did I say invisible? Is because most of the girls fell on the floor as if a wave of wind came into the room. Some were staggering, but all began to cry. Some were even wailing. I detected that some were crying tears of joy at God's presence, and I felt some were crying tears of repentance. The Holy Spirit had come through the place mightily. I asked the girls later to write down what had happened to them in a letter to the pastor. I wanted them to give their account of what happened. Here is a few of those letters. Dear Pastors, Last Wednesday, the stars were praying, and someone said they wanted to do what everyone did. She said that she wanted to have Jesus as a friend. We all started to pray. Then she fell to the floor. While everyone was praying, I started to cry. It also made me think of how I wanted to fit in with everyone else. I started to pray with Miss Shaw. Then I was laying on the floor crying. I lay there for a few minutes, and I felt Serena touch my foot. I got up and sat next to Serena. One hand started to tingle. Then the other started to tingle. My knees started to tingle. I went and told Ms. Shaw. Her and her daughter prayed for me, and we went to the bathroom, and I was still crying. Ruth told me that God said I didn't have to be afraid anymore. Shelby told me that Jesus loves me, and Ruth told me that all I had to do was call in his name. Every now and then I feel a sudden burst of joy in my heart. Love Michelle. Last week the junior stars were touched by God by weeping, peace, lying on the floor, yelling, laughing. We had to get the girls from the other stars to come in and pray for us. Sabrina, dear pastor, last week in my mission as class the Holy Spirit cleansed the whole class. After that Wednesday my grades have been better. I have been remembering more stuff. I have also been helping out. I had the same thing happen to me over the summer. Sincerely, Rachel. Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. For the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Luke eighteen fifteen. Next chapter. Well. Wow. For he will command his angels covering you to guard you in all your ways. Psalm 91, 9 through 11 In 1993, my youngest son, he was 10 at the time, went to visit his dad. He was to stay with him for a couple of days. It was one of those rare mornings where I didn't have to get anyone but me. It was near lunchtime. Uh, it was near lunchtime. And I got a call from Bill. He seemed upset. Kathy, something is wrong with Robert. He's unconscious, he told me. I can't remember what he said next. I was numb. I managed to ask him, what's wrong with him? Where is he? I don't know what's wrong with him, but he's at Children's Hospital. Children's Hospital? This hospital is known for handling the most critical and life-urgent needs of children. What was my son doing there? I hung up the phone frantically, told my supervisor what was going on, and bolted out the front door to my car. I started to imagine my son dying. Oh, please, God, oh, please, please, please don't let him die. Please, Lord, please, please. I cried out to the Lord. I was zooming down, down a Virginia Highway, Children's Hospital in D.C. I tried to think of the best way to get there. Oh, I'll go up 14th Street, and then once I get to Howard, oh, it's somewhere back in there. Oh, Please, God, please. I don't know how fast I was going, and I didn't care. I have to get to my child, I cried out. I just crossed over into Washington, D.C. when I heard a police siren. Oh, no, I said out loud. I looked in the mirror and saw a police car right behind me. My mind was racing with thoughts and prayers. Please, God, help. I know. I'll just tell the officer. I'll just tell the officer to give me the ticket. I thought to myself, I'll tell him that my son is in the hospital and he can give me the ticket But the hurry because right now I don't care about getting a ticket. I've got to go get to my son. I pulled over and stopped the car. A tall, medium-built black police officer approached my window. I was about to tell him about my situation, but before I could get the words out, he looked at me and said, calm down, sit back, he'll be all right. I just stared at him, calm down, sit back. He'll be all right. He said again, How did he know Robert was in the hospital? Who was he? I sat there looking at him. He by that time was turning around, facing the road with and his arms crossed. My mind was really. I didn't tell him about Robert. How did he know? I was stunned. I just sat there in disbelief. After what seemed like 10 minutes, and yet there was only a few, he turned around and smiled and asked, Are you okay? I shook my head up and down to indicate yes. Okay, take this street and make a right. I started to cut him off because I wanted to tell him the way I was planning to go to the hospital. He stopped. He didn't let me finish. He just repeated the same thing. Take this street, make a right, go to North Capitol Street. As he was giving me the instructions, I instinctively knew that I should obey. He didn't want me to go the way I had planned. Okay. I said, he'll be all right. He said again with a smile. Then he walked out of the street, stopped the traffic. He then motioned for me to pull out and continue. Still in the days as I was driving up the street, I looked into the rearview mirror, and he wasn't there. He had disappeared no car, no police officer, just traffic. I knew then what I feared to say. I had an encounter with an angel. God's messenger was sent to help me, to calm me down. I probably was hurling towards accident, and God also wanted me to know that Robert, my son, that no matter what I could see or encounter would be all right, because he said so. When I arrived at the hospital, Robert was lying unconsciously in a CAT scan too. If it hadn't been for the Lord gave me such obvious assurance that Robert would be okay, I know I would have been hysterical seeing my son lying there thought about how God loved me so much that he sent an angel to calm down this crazy, hysterical woman who probably would have been in an accident herself. Knowing I had already received the assurance that he would be all right, I was in a proper state to drive a vehicle in the business traffic and to give safely to the hospital. Father, we thank you for this reading. Father, that happened over twenty two years ago. It's like it happened yesterday. I feel every emotion that I felt that day. But you God, our deliverer. You God love us so much that when you hear our pleas and our cry, you answer. You sent angel to stop me because I know I would have been in an accident. That's how much you love us. You warn us. You plead with us. You send help because you want us to be made whole. You want us to be free from the wiles of the enemy. Well, Father, I thank you today as I thank you over 22 years ago. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: To all my people in the struggle, you think God's forgotten about you. Here's some pain medicine. Let's go!